evening, everyone. Um, what I'd like to talk about tonight briefly is uh, a theme that I touched on in our recent um, session, our recent re retreat we did last week. Um, one of the things I said in the midst of a talk was that um, I wasn't happy about the way that I saw um, Buddhism being integrated into Western culture and in particular how it's kind of integrating with psychotherapy. And that was around how there's a very strong emphasis on um, amongst uh, Buddhist teachers, Western Buddhist teachers also in psychotherapy, about the importance of practicing self-compassion. And um, while I think that the cultivation of self-compassion is a very obvious and very useful training method in the training of, of people, um, that I think it's unbalanced. And um, I think what is also required in training is what I would refer to as self-assertiveness. So to give a title to this, this talk, it's about self-compassion and self-assertiveness. And if I put it in the framework of, of Zen, um, this, is, this is not a, so much an insight issue, but rather a training issue, how we actually train ourselves um, in Zen practice. But when we think of compassion and assertiveness, um, we normally think of them in the context of compassion is something that you give to others and assertiveness is also something that you give to others or to, you direct towards others. Um, now, in, as you know in the Buddhist tradition, that um, compassion is not just something that you direct towards others, but it's something that you can direct towards yourself. And if you don't love yourself with a healthy kind of love, not a narcissistic love, but if you don't have a kind of loving respect for yourself as a being, then in one sense you don't recognise your own Buddha nature, um, but it's very difficult to be compassionate towards others if you, there's no self-compassion towards you. So as you know, or may know in the practice of self-compassion, um, the same kind of uh, energy or the same kind of aspiration or the same kind of giving that you would give to other people who are in pain or suffering, where you just want to um, uh, spontaneously reach out to them so you can assist them in some way, you can turn exactly that same energy back within yourself, you know, when you're suffering in some kind of way. And it helps ease that suffering, rather than what a lot of people do when they're in that, is that they become um, uh, angry towards themselves, you know, or judgmental towards themselves. So it's a much more skillful thing to do, to be compassionate towards yourself if you're suffering. And of course people can confuse it with self-pity, with some kind of self-indulgence where... Um, you're just another form of kind of self-preoccupation. But in the, the spirit of it, it's just simply bringing the same compassion to yourself as you would to others. But where I think it's unbalanced is all of that is coming through. It's all about being non-judgmental. It's all about cultivating compassion. Um, but just as 
assertiveness is usually thought of as something that you direct outwards. Consider what self-assertion is. You know, it's when you're not saying yes to yourself, you're actually saying no to yourself. And we need both. We need both antidotes to deal with different situations. Would anyone really bring up a child just um, with um, love all the time, without any boundaries, without any discipline, without any containment? If you did that, if there was no containment, would you grow a child into a healthy human being? And the same thing in Zen practice. If all you did was practice self-compassion and you had no self-assertiveness, would you really grow? Would you really grow, wake up into the awakened life? Assertiveness, as we teach people in psychology, is neither um, bullying yourself and neither is is it being passive. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about attacking others, so it's not about when you're directed towards yourself, it's not about attacking yourself, but it's not about just being soft and gooey either, right? There's a bit of starch in it. Mm -hmm. And um, the fact is, as human beings... Um, we make mistakes, we're mindless at times, we're uncaring at times, we're unloving at times, we're not responsible at times, and we're all addicted to something, whatever it might be. Um, We may not be addicted to substances or we may not be addicted to gambling like those obvious things, it's really part of the essence of Buddhist psychology is the way we understand human behaviour, that we're all addicted to something, the greed, hatred, ignorance, the grasping, aversion, apathy cycle that we go through is an, is an addiction loop. We're chasing our tails, you know, trying to get away from unpleasant or painful experiences or boring experiences so we can get the goodies, right? get the dopamine hit, the serotonin hit. Mm-hmm. And so we're all addicted to something. Um, We're addicted to self-image, social status, intelligence, attractiveness, just addicted to getting what we want. You know, there's a whole lot of different ways in which we're addicted. And that's the nature of the self-centered dream. So a practice that's just self-compassionate towards that is only half the training. Because there's points where we, we, we need to say no to ourselves. You know, it's not, that's not good enough, right? Um, I need to work at something harder or be more responsible at doing something. Um, someone told me once about their sitting practices, how they, get, um, they can get very, very drowsy. You know? and, and being drowsy, oh, well, there's no point doing Sazen, I'll just watch television or have a cup of coffee or whatever. Um, but at that point, to actually say, no, I'll, I'll actually do Sazen, is being firm with yourself. And where the compassion, self-compassion comes in, is I'll do it and I'll just do drowsy Sazen because that's the best I can do. That's where you get the best of both coming in, right? So you're saying, no, I'm not going to watch television tonight, I'm not going to drink wine, I'm not going to do this and do this and do this, which are kind of um, more meaningless kind of mindless activities. No, I'm going to sit. Right? That's self-assertion. 
Mm-hmm. And um, there's a kind of starch to it. There's a kind of there's a firmness to it that's missing in just a um, a, a continual relating to yourself with self-compassion. Like I said before, um, a wise parent would not bring up a child with just self with just compassion. They would bring up a child with boundaries and containment and discipline, so that that child can internalize that that self-discipline for themselves, and they can internalize that love for themselves in a healthy way. Finally, just to to end this brief talk, one of the sayings that you often come across in um, in Buddhism is um, it's not enough just to have compassion, you also need to have wisdom. And the, the little saying is that you need two wings to fly. Right? Well, I would say you need two wings to train as well. And that is self-compassion and self-assertiveness. <laughs>